0: It's your favorite time of day. Happy hour with Kay. On today's episode, I have a special guest with an amazing voice. She was a contestant on X Factor USA. It's Tora Wallishin. I'm also going to be discussing having chemistry with someone you've been messaging online. Now, this show is going to be so, so good. So, let's get started with the proper libations. Since we're going to talk about chemistry, I thought we would channel the inner mad scientist in us and create a cool little shot called an alien brain hemorrhage. Trust me, it's so cool. Like, I was making it and I was like, oh my gosh, that looks like something you. I don't really want to drink. But I guess we'll all taste it together. Um, If you would like to find out more about this or find a picture, just Google alien brain hemorrhage on Google. All right, so now just follow these directions exactly, and trust me, you'll be just as surprised as I am on how crazy this looks. Okay, so you want to fill a clear shot glass with three-fourths Um, of peach schnapps. Okay. Now, after that, with a teaspoon over your glass, slowly pour two thirds ounces of Bailey's Irish cream. Then you move the spoon and slowly add two dashes of blue Caruso. And lastly, It's just a little dash of grenadine syrup. Wow. All right, so I'm actually going to try mine now. But do you see what I mean? It looks so crazy. Like, just as soon as you pour in the Baileys over the peach schnapps, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, is that drinkable? It was crazy. Let me have a sip here. Hang on. It's my favorite part. Well, it's actually, like, a shot. I said sip because I'm so used to like having a bigger glass or whatever. but it has like a fun little consistency. I don't know if I'll try again, but you all definitely try it out and let me know what you think on Instagram. Okay. So let me tell you what I did earlier today. Because as everything starts opening up, I'm still at home with, you know, time on my hands, which is not a bad thing. I can still—I have—trust me, this brain runs wild, okay? That's just how it is. But uh, I just don't have not as much. So let's face it. Movie dates will actually be held at home for the foreseeable future, really. So I watched this little movie called Tell It to the Bees. Please give it a chance, okay? Because it's about loving someone at that time it was looked down upon, loving, you know, modern love, I kind of would call it. But, any event, so it's um, about interracial love that pretty much explored the unconventional aspects of, you know, just the stories that we've heard about interracial dating in that time. And, In fact, it skipped over the obvious things you'd assume are discussed in, or addressed, I should say, in movies of that time. And it went directly to more of the heavy parts. And then, of course, you know, there's the main character about, it's really a doctor and a mom that fell in love. But again, at that time, their love was not considered normal. so. It's based on a Fiona Shaw novel, so just check it out and let me know what you think because it was really a good story and I actually want to buy that book just to kind of compare how the movie matched up to the book itself because I had a little discussion with my boyfriend the other day and we got into a little debate about how movies doesn't always translate well from a book. And that was just the whole thing in itself that I'm not going to revisit with you guys today. So yeah, I definitely do want to check the book out. And the movie is called Tell It to the Bees. Let me know what you think about it if you actually do go ahead and give it a shot. Okay. So apparently I'm about to have some competition in the talk show arena because HBO is going to premiere the not too late show with Elmo. And that's set to premiere this week. Yes, that bitch Elmo. So this three and a half year old monster, I mean, he looks good for his age though is the first talk show host in history to do the entire show with a human hand up his butt. True fact. But, I mean, that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day, which I'm not even planning on addressing here on Happy Hour with Kate. I mean, that is kind of a Happy Hour topic, but that's just something I, I'm not ready to do research on. Just, I, I'm good. I think I'd need a whole handle of vodka to even get there. But some of this season's guests will include Jimmy Fallon, an old friend of Cookie Monster, and we have Lil Nas X, whom, you know, I secretly have a crush on, and Casey Musgraves, and Elmo teases a possible duet with his favorite all-time hero, Mr. Kermit the Frog. I love me some Miss Piggy, just BT dubs. I'm not even kidding. With all this story, people, it's really about to be a thing here. I mean, just the lineup itself. I mean, Jimmy Fallon is pretty funny. Elmo is fun. I love Elmo. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy are like my faves of all. All time. Like, who doesn't love Miss Piggy? I mean, she's sassy, she's classy, and she will slap you up faster than, I don't know, a witty little reference to put here, but uh, figure it out. I'll let you know maybe next episode. (laughs) Okay, so with the coronavirus, this year's senior class have, they really had to be creative. And let me tell you, I am guilty because I've tuned in to, I think it was the high school commencement one that President Obama spoke at, but now they're doing another one and it's going to be Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Alicia Keys, Justin Timberlake, actually did watch this now that I'm thinking about it. And I mean, yeah, all of these commencement speeches digitally kind of help. I feel with students that are like, oh, I'm gonna skip graduation or whatever. I know I definitely was one of those students that was like, eh, I don't need to go to graduation. It's fine. But naturally, of course, my mom was like, uh-uh, bitch, you gonna walk across this stage. I'm coming. And they're so embarrassing, but it's fun. <laughs> Okay, so let's move into some of the main topics here because I definitely want to get to my guest today, which is Tora. I love her so much. She was so sweet. And we'll get to her interview in a moment. But first, let's discuss chemistry. We've all heard that word in one way or the other. And today, we're going to dive in deep. Okay. Calm down, that was episode six, and if you haven't listened to episode six, you missed out on a lot of deep throat action, but let's scurry on past that because, yeah, <laughs> I was going to also make something funny about that, but it just didn't come to mind right now. I'm going to have me another shot prepared. Please, Mr. Bartender, can you prepare me another alien brain hemorrhage? Thank you. Okay. Okay. But honestly, how do you know there's chemistry between you and the person you're talking about meeting up with from offline? I mean, what about the feeling in your heart when you get a text or that DM comes through from that person? And in my opinion, that's what chemistry is really all about. But of course, I take it further and start saying, ooh, we're about to be official because, I mean, why else waste my valuable time messaging this person, especially when there's lots of fish in the sea? Remember? Plenty of fish. (laughs) Now, some of you feel like chemistry is probably built over time. In some instances, you're right. Like, in arranged marriages, of course, there might be no chemistry there whatsoever, maybe even for years. So we can have a great conversation with someone and still have zero chemistry. For these people, I really would have to tip my hat to them because at some point, mama loses interest at good conversation or not. Like, the goal of dating apps isn't it not to find your significant other or am I crazy? Don't answer that because I know I'm right. <laughs> not crazy, maybe crazy a little bit, but I'm still right. So, in my opinion, chemistry is pretty much just that feeling you have in the pit of your stomach once you and whomever you're talking with, whether it be online or in person, it, you know, you kind of get, okay. I'm going to be a little extra. You know, you feel like you got to use the bathroom and you're, you get the Bee Gees if you don't know what the Bee Gees is. Not that band or 80s person. I don't know what the Bee Gees is. I'm terrible at music. So I'm sorry, Bee Gees, if you're still alive. And, you know, it's just that feeling you get in your stomach. And I definitely, you know, after being around the block a few times, if you get my drift, you better hold your judgment. I'm working you up to the OnlyFans episode. So finding the guy that I'm with now, actually, we had an instant connection when we first met. It happened as soon as I decided to sit down on a massage chair. Not where I'm going with this story. Again, hold your horses. Look, hold your cursors and don't click on the OnlyFans page yet. We're not there. But yes, I sat on the chair and he walked through the doors leading to the movie theater. And now I'm getting shaken by this chair and he's laughing at me. It was so embarrassing. It's like, you're seriously using one of those massage chairs in the mall? Really? I mean, first of all, after getting a massage on that chair, I was like, I need a goddamn cigarette. Like, who's taking me out on a day? I'm like, well, on a double date? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it really was embarrassing. I didn't even get up to say hi or anything. I just sat there and all I was thinking was, shit, now I'm going to have to lose out on $5 because I just put the money in and I don't want him sitting staring at me, you know, getting a massage with my titties all shaking around on the first date. Like, oh my gosh. But he he was a trooper about it. He sat there and then he was like, laughing at me and he's like okay just finish just let the money run out and i was like no i think i'm good i'm really good it was so embarrassing but okay are you ready for my next guest today if you're a fan of x factor usa you know my guest today it's Tora wallashen she's a multi-talented artist she sings she's a songwriter dancer model actor And a chef. You're a busy woman. What else did I miss in the intro? Oh, I (laughs) pretty much covered it. All right. What has your journey been since X Factor ended?
1: Well, I've done a lot of things. I moved out to Miami and signed to a label, right, following that Uh, X Factor. And I did a lot of touring. I opened for a lot of major artists and actually did a world tour as well. I went to China and I've really just now I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to school full time and i um, just working on a few different music projects.
0: Perfect. So you've been keeping busy since, you know, we're all pretty much quarantine and the COVID pandemic. Yeah, as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It also gives us a lot of time to pick up those old projects that we may have put off in the past because all we have now is just a lot of time and food. (laughs) And lots of spring cleaning. Yeah. Oh my my goodness. Let me tell you. So I've been cleaning my living room every day. I mean, and I'm like, okay, at some point I need to let, you know, just let it kind of pile up just based on living. But I completely like, okay, it's one o'clock now. It's time for my daily vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you can pick a, a theme song to describe where your life is at this moment, what song would you choose?
1: I would probably choose "The Blood of Cuchulain" okay. by Jeff and Michael Dana. It's actually an instrumental Irish song, but it's really epic and beautiful, and it just like tells a story without even having
0: words. I'll have to look that up after this interview. Oh, I love it! <laughs> I that's what that song. <laughs> it's like a lot of tribal. Um, instrument no it's Irish okay Irish bagpipes fiddles okay okay cinematic drums I still would have to look that up and I'll definitely I'll be like I listened to that song and now I'm so inspired (laughs) so tell me what's the best advice that Simon gave you
1: um he
0: told me never to give up
1: and never to change who I am
0: That's actually very good advice because in the industry, a lot of people, you know, kind of lose their way or the industry just has a way of changing people. And sometimes it's not always for the good. So that's definitely really, really great advice that he's given you just to stay grounded and be true to who you are. Now, Mm -hmm. earlier you did mention that you're from Arizona. And are you familiar with quartzite in Arizona? Uh, Like the stone? Yes. Yes. Is that like a big thing out there? Because I um, I have a friend and she always, she's like, oh, we should go to quartzite because she goes and, you know, she kind of go for the crystals and stuff like that. So I just Mm -hmm. wanted to know, like, if you were familiar with that area. Um, a little bit, mm-hmm. but not
1: not as much as other areas I guess. Oh. <laughs> All
0: right. So what would you say your most memorable time was during X Factor?
1: I'd probably have to say the first audition was the most memorable. Mm-hmm. Um Everything leading up to that audition, you know, my life had a lot of tension. I was doing another singing competition in Arizona that I had just won right before X-Factor started. And um, we did a road trip to drive up to Seattle for that audition. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, when I was actually sick for that audition, I had a, I had gotten a cold during the ro- road trip. and Oh, my gosh. Um, so that audition was kind of like a release of all this tension that had been building up for so long.
0: You were sick and you were still able to push through like that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sick, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just want to take like. My NyQuil or DayQuil, whatever, and watch movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So tell me, who have been your biggest supporters and most influential to you?
1: Uh, My mom has been my biggest supporter, definitely, Mm -hmm. um, through everything. And the most influential, I'd probably have to say, uh, Mariah Carey. I actually grew up to her music. My mom always played her music. Yeah. before I could even speak. So my my first words were me trying, attempting to mimic her singing. (laughs) So yeah, I think those are my big two.
0: (laughs) That definitely (laughs) translates really well in your vocals because you have such an amazing voice. I I saw your audition and I was like, that girl can really sing. (laughs) Thank you. So what, What new projects do you have coming or we can expect from you in the near future?
1: Well, I have a lot of releases coming out Mm -hmm. shortly. And I also have a project that I'm working on called Rising Mellows. Okay. And we are working on our first release now. So,
0: yeah. So tell my listeners where they can connect with you just to. Find out all things (laughs) Tora. Well, everything is just at Tora Wallachian.
1: Instagram is the platform I use the most. And Spotify, you can find all of my music. Okay. I have a verified page on Twitter, but someone hacked it and is scamming people. So don't go to Twitter. Actually, if you guys can go to Twitter and report the account hijacked, that would actually be of great help.
0: Okay, and when they do that, then they'll uh, kind of do an investigation or something.
1: Well, I mean, I've been trying to do that for the past two and a half months, and uh-huh. they're just not paying. They're not. They don't care. That's <laughs> it just seems That's... like they just don't care. Like this person has run, been running a scam and stealing money for from people for yeah, three months now, and Twitter has done nothing. And I've been reporting this. And contacting Twitter for the past three months. So I don't really understand what their issue
0: is. That's terrible. Well, hopefully everything is resolved. And I'm very excited about the new projects you have coming up. Yes. I'm so glad that you took the time out to stop by and... To this interview with me. I know we had some technical difficulties <laughs> earlier, but I'm <laughs> so happy that you were graceful enough to say you'd do it all over again. And I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, yes, of course. And thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. It's Tora Wallachin, everyone. And I'll speak to you next time on Happy Hour with Kay. Thank you so much. So. As you know, it's time to play, What Would the Zodiac Sign Say? All right, so if you're just tuning in at episode seven, here's what this game is about. I present different scenarios and I answer each example based on a particular Zodiac Sign's personality. All right, this is a chemistry episode, so we're going to focus on signs that are great together and signs to avoid. Here's example one. Let's think of something fun today, tonight. (laughs) Cancer's response. Let's do something fun that you and I can do together, like dress up in togas and nothing else and Go to a Greek restaurant and ask to speak to Zeus. <laughs> Those cancers let their imaginations run wild. I'll tell you, I yeah, <laughs> that is totally sub. You know, I really enjoy the childish demeanor. Like they never really grow up. These cancers, but I really do enjoy enjoy that aspect of them. All right, so here's example two. I want to take. Enter your boyfriend's name here. Out to dinner tonight, but I don't want to pay for it. Here's the Scorpio bestie. We all know these little freaks. Okay, here's Scorpio's response. So easy. Call, insert boyfriend, girlfriend, sugar daddy, whatever you want to call, name here. Call whomever up and say, Hey, do you know anything about refrigerators? Because there seems to be something wrong with mine. If you don't think you can figure it out, no worries. Of course he'll come. I mean, of course. Bring your food to my place, and when he discovers the fridge is just unplugged (laughs) and sees you have no food, he'll definitely take you out. If he's worth anything, that is. And what about those signs that are not compatible with the crab? Aries and Libra? That would be you. All right, here's example three. (laughs) Oh, he's such a fucking asshole. He called and told me he didn't think we were compatible. (gasps) Bitch. Here's Libra's response Hey, hey, now, you know I care about you. Then he gives you a big hug. Let me guess, this guy's a cancer, am I right? Again, they know how to throw you those monkey wrenches. Side note, I don't really know what a monkey wrench is, but I know it's one of those things you use to fix the car or whatever. Is that the one that looks like it has a bird beak, kind of? I don't know. A wrench. Pass me the wrench. How about you pass me my drink to quench my thirst? Thank you. I asked for this shot about a couple paragraphs ago, maybe like 20 minutes ago. Hold on, because now I need another little thing to get me through the rest of this show because Toronaut had so much fun. And, uh, I really do enjoy her, like I said. But we'll move on to fashion news right after I take my little shot skis. Hold on. Okay. All right, so here's some fashion news. Although we've been in quarantine for the better half of the year, did any of you watch the Chanel Cruise fashion show earlier this week? Well, if not, you missed out on a lovely treat, darling. Because Chanel had plans to take guests to Capri to show its cruise collection on May 7th. But as you all know, coronavirus happened. So the brand decided to bring Capri to Paris instead, recreating a Mediterranean pebbled beach in a studio on Rue Carban for its digital unveiling of the line. Virginie Vaud. Artistic director spent most of the lockdown period in the French countryside. Sounds so fab. The designer returned to the studio on May 4th and pulled together the cruise collection with her team in three whole weeks. Okay. Can you imagine being that creative? Just going in like, okay, here's the concept. We have three weeks to get it done. Let's get it going. So the cruise collection was shown earlier this week, like I said, and let me give you a little tidbit. So in addition, 14 out of the 51 looks were made with sustainable silk and cotton. Remember I told you guys that fashion is moving to more sustainable options. I'll do a hair toss here, especially for those that are just tuning in. You've got a lot of catching up to do, especially in the fashion news area, because mama brings you the juice. Other podcasters don't want this smoke. Look, toss, toss, toss my hair, toss, toss. All right, so it was so fun talking to you guys today, as always. I hope that you will tune in next time on Happy Hour with Hey!